<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Film Find, the greatest movie podcast ever. Assuming you've never listened to a movie podcast before, I am your host, Adam Portress, and we are back. Holy crap, I can't believe this. Two weeks in a row, and I'm here with Matt Smith. Matt, you're back as well. Oh my gosh, what the heck's going on here? Yeah, it's so Christmas, Thanksgiving, miracle. <laughs> Christmas, thank Bahana, Monica, Monica, one of those deals. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're back for week number two. I can't believe this. Uh, we're going to try to make this as often as we humanly possibly can. Uh, today, we're going to be uh, reviewing Whiplash, our uh, new release review of this week. As you can kind of hear in the background here, we got uh, Buddy Buddy Rich going on uh, because Whiplash is about a drama. So uh, we're going to be uh, talking about some of that today. And uh, this movie has gotten uh, quite a bit of praise. And so we're going to see if uh, that praise is really uh, warranted and uh Call me crazy. I think it might be. It might be. We'll we'll, we'll find out. But um, so let's do a let's do a quick uh, what you've been watching here and catch up on some uh, things we might have seen. Um, I'll let you go first because I got some stu- I got some stuff I got to go into. No, that's fine. I've uh, I've only got one thing. Um, I've I've picked up a lot of stuff at the Criterion cell uh, so far. Um, well, three things. Uh, one of which is a double feature. So. Um, for those of you who don't know out there, uh, Barnes & Noble is doing their 50% off Criterion discs it's right now. It's the most wonderful time yes. of the year. Every, oh, every, come July, about twice, every November, I make sure to have like a small stockpile of cash just to blow on uh, Blu-rays. So I picked up uh, the new disc of uh, Jack Clayton's The Innocence, which um, I've seen before. It's uh, one of the maybe the best haunted house movie Hollywood ever made. Um with a script by Truman Capote. Uh, I'll review the discs uh, themselves at a later time, but I also just went ahead and picked up uh, the new double feature uh, Blu-ray of two Monty Hellman Westerns. So uh, Monty Hellman, um, uh, quite an amazing filmmaker. Never heard Uh, of him. Okay. What's that? (laughs) Never heard of him. Never heard of him. (laughs) Sarcasm. Uh, he, you know, he Tulane Blacktop, uh, which I think is probably his most well-known movie, um, and as as well as a kind of a little-known gem of uh, '70s cinema called uh, Cockfighter, with uh, Warren Oates. Uh, th- these two movies actually are very early starring roles for Jack Nicholson, uh, the shooting and ride in the whirlwind, um, and um, Warren Oates is. Um, has a has a role in one of them um so i'm looking forward to watching those i uh, the only thing that i've really had time to watch this week because it's been um kind of a crazy hectic uh end of semester wrap-up kind of thing going on in my life uh has been the amazingly hilarious absolutely ridiculous mike tyson mysteries on adult swim um, I've seen like a little promo, but I haven't I haven't watched it. Is it, it is what 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 should I be expecting here? Uh, Batshit insanity. <laughs> so basically, um, it's uh, Mike Tyson um, is a sort of private detective who <laughs> has to solve mysteries so he can help people. Um, it's actually voiced by the real Mike Tyson. Um, he has a little uh, Scooby gang. The The series is very much modeled after Scooby-Doo. Um, and, and one of his, uh, well, one of, one of the Scooby gangs, uh, a pigeon. Um, so he gets all of these missions, these mysteries that he needs to solve via carrier pigeon, um, 
one of them, one of the pigeons is actually not a pigeon, but a man who has been turned into a pigeon by his ex-girlfriend. Uh, that pigeon is played by Norm MacDonald. Yeah, and, I'm a uh, bit of a pigeon here. I, I crap and, on the street uh, for crying out loud. <laughs> it's uh, really great, actually. Uh, <laughs> it's the first episode is... Um, <laughs> Sounds great. The first episode uh, is uh, they <laughs> they get a message from Cormac McCarthy, the novelist, <laughs> to help him uh, solve the mystery of how to end his latest novel. And then they get there and uh, gets nuts. So they go to visit Cormac McCarthy and uh, spoiler alert, um, Cormac McCarthy is um, a minotaur. <laughs> And okay. uh, or a centaur, which one's the half horse? That's centaur, a centaur, right? yeah, yeah. So he's a centaur. Um, it is absolutely insane. And I, I grew up loving and watching Scooby Doo, um, as many people have. And, and I haven't watched a lot of Adult Swim in the past, geez, I don't know, six or seven years. But when I saw the previews for this, I was like, Jesus, this looks <laughs> fucking nuts, like Sequest or something, right? Yeah. And uh, it totally is uh, well worth your time. They're like fucking 12 minutes. They're not even full. You know, it's it's a quick watch. Just watch them. Yeah, it's kind of that aquatine length sort of. Yeah, it's very short. Uh, they might actually be a half hour, but they fly by. Uh, you don't even realize how fast they. And fly it is by. him doing the voice of, of it is Tyson doing the voice. Yeah, Tyson. Tyson plays himself. Um, Jim Rash uh, has a um, has a role. And uh, several other people. Um, and then just tons of uh, fake guest stars and things like that. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, hopefully that's on demand. I can check that out because... Uh, yeah, I think if you... Definitely if you go to adultswim.com, you can just watch them online. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I will definitely be checking that out. Um, I myself have uh, jumped into the old Criterion pool, as it were, because I'm the same way. You throw some money down. You got to you gotta go, oh, this is coming up. Save some money away. And it's now, it's Nove it's all through November. So through December 1st, uh, it's all out there. So if you guys, uh, if you're Criterion fans or uh, if you never really, you know, if you've always kind of looked at the disc and thought, mm, I'm not quite sure, you know, exactly what this is and everything, this is the perfect time to do it and and find out why Criterion discs are as good as they are and, you know, what makes this, what makes them the most, uh, you know, impressive uh, distributor out there, I think. Yeah, at least in the U.S. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, because these guys take care. They, have, you know, they, they're, you know, give you, you know, plenty of special features. The packaging is always gorgeous and very just high quality stuff. The restorations and things that they do on things, uh, you know, they try to be as uncompromising as possible with all this stuff. So uh, it's really, it's enjoying. Uh, I enjoy a lot of it. So uh, I have picked up so far um, uh, Red River. It picked up the big, uh, you know, little thing of that. It comes with the novelization or, or the movie, the, the novel that the movie is based on. A little short thing, but uh, it's in there. Uh, also picked up, I did a kind of a big French uh, triple feature here. I did uh, Eyes Without a Face. I picked up uh, Breathless as well as Rafifi, uh, all three uh, very great films and uh, ones I really enjoyed a whole lot. Um and let's see, what was the last one? I picked up one more, but my brain is farting on me. I don't know. Anyways, a lot of stuff. And I'm still going to go in and get some more things probably as well because, uh, you know, I'm uh, psychopathic like that. <laughs> also, uh, just, just uh, I know there are probably some people out there listening um, who, uh, you know, if you probably already knew. But uh, like last year, 
Criterion put out an amazing box set of all of the Zatoichi Blind Swordsman series. The entire thing. Yeah. Um, normally goes for a couple hundred bucks, like two fifty or something like that. It's fifty percent off right now. I mean, yeah, it's everything. Seventeen films in that series. It's it's their old stuff. It's their new stuff. It's everything that they do. And like, I mean, for example, like the last time that they had the sale, uh, Scanners came out, mm-hmm. and it was a brand new release, and it was fifty percent off of even that new release price. So it's everything yeah. in their collection. So uh, definitely head out to a Barnes and Noble. They have that on their website. On uh, at the you know if you, if you don't live near one, because you know as we all know, bookstores are kind of disappearing away. Yeah, it's online though. Uh, but it's all there. So uh, definitely check that out and. Uh, I mean, for crying out loud, I mean, 50% off. I mean, it, most people just go, well, it's 50% off, and now I'm paying $20 for a Blu-ray. Well, it's like, look at what you're getting. This is going to be in that, and that's why I suggest people go out and do it, because it's 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 the quality of stuff that you get versus what you would buy as, you know, your regular Hollywood uh, flopping a piece of crap out there and just go, oh, take this for, you know, $25. I mean, it's terrible, so go do that. Uh, let's see. So, uh, outside of our major, uh, outside of our new release this week, I saw, uh, two other films, um, very opposite ends of the spectrum, I would say. Uh, so first up I saw, uh, Dumb and Dumber 2, T-O. Um, so this is obviously number one at the box office and, um, you know, 20 years, literally 20 years since the last Dumb and Dumber. Now, was it worth the 20 year wait? No. Uh, it was not worth a 20-year wait, uh, but the other important question was, was it as bad as I thought it was going to be? No, it really wasn't nearly as bad as I was, honest to God, I was hoping, I was, well, I wasn't hoping, but I was, you know, praying for, you know, that it would not be as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought it really just seemed like desperate attempts to, uh, you know, kind of cash in on something that, you know, the magic that they had 20 years ago. And um, I think the problem with this movie is, and I'm not going to say that I didn't laugh at it, because I did. There were several very, you know, good laughs in this movie. It wasn't nearly as much as I thought there should be. Um, I think when you when you have, you know, this kind of length of time between movies, you got to go all out, dude. I mean, think about what happened when South Park hit the big screen. That was like, they took what was already mm-hmm. great and turned it up to 11, now this is still a movie to a to a movie, but you, you do with that much time left, you got to go so balls out that you know there's no coming back, yeah. and that really didn't do that with this film. It felt like this could have been a sequel that happened two or three years later, and it wouldn't have made that much of a difference. The funny part is, is that now they both are clearly you know twenty years older. Jeff Daniels doesn't look nearly as old. Jim Carrey's face looks like a catcher's mitt. I mean, he's he's also just uh, I, he aged. I think he's aged like 10 years every 10 years, just all at once. Maybe he does meth. I don't know. That's what meth people do. Meth people. I'm not going to I'm not accusing him. Of no, no, no. Meth. I, th- I think Maybe he, he looks his age, right? Because he's closing in on 50. But uh, it just or, happened or, at or, one time. You mean? Yeah, I, th- I think like, you know, like old age and 40. He started to look 40. Like now, he, right? Like yeah. I, I just think every ten years he just instantly ages ten years. That's what that old rubber face gets you, man. Yeah, gets it. And it's funny because there's a weird point where there's a flashback and they kind of like uh, Benjamin Button his face a little bit. And yeah. uh, honestly, it wasn't that bad of a job, all things considered. Look a little funky, but you know, 
for the type of budget this film was, and you know, you don't have somebody like David Fincher going, "That's wrong," uh, right. you know, it wasn't too shabby. But um, it not nothing to really write home about. But you really, I mean, during the credits, you see a lot of pictures from the first one and this one, and you really think back and you're like, "Damn, that first one was really funny." And uh, I mean, if you love that film. It's the thing. I think people that are diehard fans are probably gonna like really enjoy it and stuff. But I mean, it, it, it's tough to get back once what once was. So, you know, it's critic proof. So what are you gonna do? Uh, the next movie that I saw was a uh, the directorial debut of John Stewart uh, called Rosewater. Um, not. A, I mean, I don't think a ton of people really know about this, but uh, essentially there was a uh, a journalist who worked for Newsweek who got uh, kidnapped. And, um, well, ki- kidnapped is kind of a, maybe, um, uh, well, it's probably a better word imprisoned to a degree, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that's a, that's a better word. Uh, and just kind of held there because they thought he was a spy. Well, it turned out the reason they thought it was a spy because there was a segment on the daily show <laughs> where, you know, they interviewed him and he was just like, Oh, so you're a spy. Oh, well, he was meeting with the spy and all this kind of garbage. Anyways, it's, it's, that's a very small portion of the film. Uh, but it's all about this, um, this journalist in jail and how he doesn't crack and all that stuff. And, uh, I gotta say, um, for the most part, uh, the movie was—it's a good movie. Is—is is it a great movie? No, I think um, it's a little—it's a little tiny, heavy-handed at some points. There's some a little bit of stilted directing. The uh, the main actor is really good. I enjoy him. Uh, the cast mm-hmm. is actually really good. Uh, I enjoy them. I think it's just there's just something about it. It's it's lacking that there's a little you know something that's missing it. And I don't know that I could tell you what it is. But it just feels like it just needs a little bit more oomph. And honestly, I think if this movie were not directed by a household name that we all know who is known for doing something very different, no one would probably be looking at this movie at all. And, and that's, you know, I'm not being a jerk saying that. It's just my, just my thought is that if this were, you know, Joe Schmo director, no one would think twice about this film. Interesting subject matter. I don't know that it was, it just reached its potential and I didn't. I didn't feel anything. It didn't bring anything to the table. So, mm. good, but, I mean, it's good for a first outing for Stewart, but I don't know that, uh, I don't I don't think we're going to be worried about him leaving the Daily Show too, too soon because <laughs> he's good at that. So, all, all right. right. So, that's about it for uh, all we've been watching here. So, uh, let's kind of dive in to our new release review of this week. We're going to be talking about Whiplash. Let me see if I can play the trailer right. What year are you? I'm a first year. You know who I am? Yes, sir. You're here for a reason. You believe that, right? You know, Charlie Parker became Bird because Jones threw a symbol at his head. All right, gang, whiplash. Or are you a dragger? Or are you gonna be on my fucking time? How's it going with the studio band? Good. I think he likes me more now. His opinion means a lot to you, doesn't it? This is why I don't think that we should be together. I want to be one of the greats. And I would stop you from doing that. Hey, hey, sorry, like Neiman, you lost the fucking part. Did it look? You can't fucking do this, Garrett! 
This to me is the beauty of studio band. You walk in here an alternate, who knows when you could be the new core. Don't slow down. That was a trailer from Whiplash, our new release review of this week. And uh, it is uh, directed by uh, Damien Chazel, I believe, uh, written and directed, rather, uh, starring uh, Miles Teller, J.K. Simmons, Melissa Bandist, I, I don't know, and Paul Reiser. Benoist. Um, Benoist? Okay. Okay. That sounds I think right. she's still in Glee. Oh, is that right? I know she's on Glee. I've never seen the program. I mean, I've seen me, the program, but either, I don't, but I don't, I don't really know. Is. Oh, <laughs> Nice, nice catch, nice catch. <laughs> I've never, uh, I, I, I ain't seen none of that. <laughs> I just know she's on Glee. <laughs> uh, IMDb plotline, as we all know, IMDb 100% correct every single time. Uh, so a promising young drummer enrolls in a cutthroat music conservatory where his dreams of greatness are uh, mentored by an instructor who will stop at nothing to realize a student's potential. I can, not bad, IMDb. That's not too. That's actually not only that is it pretty good. Wow, I gotta say, step up. Congratulations on that. I think they. I think some PR company wrote that for him. <laughs> My God, because he's usually like a drummer isn't a thing. <laughs> that's a story. Fuck off. <laughs> but um, so uh, yeah, this is uh, movie's been getting a whole bunch of praise and stuff. It's kind of finally hit a little bit of a wider release. So uh, let's. It, it won the won the grand jury prize at Sundance, which is uh, usually a pretty big tell not too shabby of an accomplishment that means uh, a lot of good folk like it so um matt let's jump in here um let's just get your overall quick kind of uh thoughts before uh, we jump i into walked really out and felt like i just got my ass kicked um <laughs> i i honestly can't say that i've seen a pair of performances uh this year uh maybe even last year that are better than uh jk simmons and miles teller in this um I don't know, man. It was a really, really, really powerful movie. Um, I, w I went in. I had only seen a trailer, which uh, was kind of a teaser, right? So it was a lot of drumming yeah, and not very much interaction between people. Um, and I kind of knew what the relationship was from that, but I didn't really have any sense of the story. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it, I don't know, man. It kicked my ass. This movie uh, is... Amazing. Well, I'm going to agree. <laughs> I do, I do on the fence there for a sec. Uh, but no, this, uh, I, I really, I enjoyed this movie. Uh, so it's essentially Miles Teller is kind of a, uh, you know, he's in this uh, conservatory kind of, uh, you know, music school and all that good stuff. Mm. And, uh, you know, he's, he's a promising drummer, but he's kind of, uh, you know, sitting in the back seat for a while, you know, and he's kind of, you know, and when you're kind of the uh, alternate drummer, you're going to be there turning the page for the other drummer. It's kind of a real bitch position, to be honest. And uh, so he's kind of sitting in the back there. And so, uh, you know, one day during class, J.K. Simmons, who's kind of known as being like the guy who has like the best, you know, orchestra there at school and everything. Yeah, the he's the big ones. jazz guy. Right? Uh, and so he kind of comes in and it's so I love how when he comes into this class to begin with, how he just commands everything. That teacher that's teaching, uh, you know, the uh, this initial class becomes like he just vanishes. He is gone. Mm -hmm. And because the second he walks in, it's just like, 
I'm going to take over this class for two seconds. And then this guy, he just disappears into the night. He is gone. And, you know, JK runs that class. He's just like, and he's going through testing out new people because he wants to, you know, see, you know, who's going to be available for this. And, um, this is a guy who, you know, through through this, uh, you know, process and everything, you can tell he knows everything and he knows everything so fast and so good that nobody else just can, like, you can't fuck with this dude. Because it's like, I mean, he ha- he plays, you're playing two seconds worth of a song and he's just like, nope, that's no good. Oh, that one's pretty decent right there. Hey, you're first chair. Let's see if that's just because you're pretty. Two seconds. Yes, yeah, that is, that is the case. And moving on. And, uh kind of astounding what the what what he does with this and uh but previously I, I kind of skipped over a little bit there he'd caught uh you know Miles Teller's character playing uh drums you know kind of practicing one night in uh, you know kind of a back room or whatever and uh really was like hey this is not too bad but still was very you know very critical of what he was doing it was mm-hmm. just like kind of like a hey keep it up sort of deal and he had a batman disappear did you like that yeah it was good <laughs> the batman kind of he looked up and he was just gone i was just like oh shit jk's batman what's up um, but then, you know, invites him to actually come to this, uh, to, to his jazz, uh, orchestra and everything. And, uh, again, he's kind of in the bitch role here and everything, but, uh, decides to, uh, eventually he gets a chance to kind of, you know, show his chops in front of everybody. And, uh, uh the first outing doesn't go super great. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, look, uh, I, I actually, um, want to go on and go on record here and, and, uh, hopefully you'll agree. I don't want to talk about the last 20 minutes of this movie. I'll, I'll talk about feelings of that last 20 minutes. Yeah, that's fine. I don't want to give any any no. plot points away mm-hmm. whatsoever, though. Uh, but um, I, I just, at the heart of this movie, right, is this intense relationship between um, instructor and student that is all kinds of um, just fucked up and uh, it's a huge power play throughout the whole thing. Right. Uh, Everyone at the school knows that they're fucking good. Right. But uh, JK Simmons character, uh, his name's Fletcher Mm -hmm. um, fucks with all of them. Right. Uh, It's, it's a mental, uh, just a mind fuck for all of these really talented musicians and watching, um, watching, uh, Miles Teller's character, uh, Andrew, right. Um, mm-hmm. Andrew Naiman come into this, um, kind of knowing that he's good, but wanting to be better and really having his sights set on being, uh, the best drummer that he can be. Um, and getting a position playing for a major um, ensemble, right? Uh, Lincoln Center is what, what he's really aiming for. Um, it's, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I just, this whole movie had me just on the edge of my damn seat. Um, and you don't know where it's going. You don't know where it's going the whole time, right? Uh, I don't know. This, I'm, I'm a little flabbergasted about it, actually, <laughs> if you couldn't tell. Um, it's just such a, I don't think that I've seen two performers inhabit characters this much in a long time. Uh, JK Simmons gives after a career of many great performances, one of his greatest roles. 
because and and it's not just you know because and, and I'm sure there's there's people that will wrongfully uh, give J.K. as the kind of like he's the guy who's gonna. I mean, most people would probably know him as J. Jonah Jameson's in the uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, uh, right. but would know him for more of that kind of shouty sort of character. And uh, he's he's a lot more you know nuanced performer than than that than than what I think people's general thought of him is. Yeah. And uh, this this film certainly shows that um, when he's really kind of testing uh, Andrew out at the beginning here, where he's really trying to make sure that he can get the time signature uh, in this piece that is, you know, his actual time signature and everything that's going to be right with it. And him just trying you can see, you know, it's it's that great bit of him kind of like, no, it's OK. Hold on. No, let's just let's try that again. Oh, no, a little bit fast. No, a little bit. Now you're dragging it a little bit. Well, no, okay, let's just, come on, let's try again. Let's try one more time. And then that, you know, kind of, you know, that loving sort of nurturing of him kind of goes away and goes oh, yes. ballistic into get your shit together. There's a reason that you're that you're in here, and I didn't get you in here because you're a piece of shit. Get, get going, otherwise your ass is out. Well, I, mean, I have to say that... Um there's a scene right uh, right at the beginning of, of kind of their professional relationship where um, Fletcher tells Andrew uh, the story about Charlie Parker, mm -hmm. uh, right? Um, the reason that he became Bird and everybody knew who he was was because he was recording and, and uh, fucked something up and the band leader threw a symbol at his head, right? Mm -hmm. um, and he tells him this uh, story um, right before he takes him back into the room for them to play this song and he's very patient. And then in a very sudden eruption of anger and frustration throws a chair at him. And, uh, I don't know, man, the, the, it, that, that whole sequence of Andrew finding his way into this band and like trying to figure out, Oh, these guys aren't fucking around at all, right? And just kind of the emotional uh, brutality of putting himself through that uh, is—I don't know—it's uh—it's exhilarating to watch this shit, man. Yeah, and then like I mean, you see the power that Fletcher has over his entire group when he walks in. No one in this band looks him in the eye. Everyone is oh, no. looking at the floor. This is a guy who walks in and just owns the space he is in at 9 a.m. on the dot. And mm -hmm. so everybody's warming up. Everybody's kind of getting their stuff together. And he walks in, 9 on the dot, does his stuff, and it's tap, 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 and we're off. And, you know, you fall in line. If you don't fall in line, you're fucking out, dude. I mean, somebody, you know, he has somebody in the beginning here, and he's just like, okay, somebody in this group is out of tune. I'm giving you, you know, I'm giving you five seconds to, t you know, tell me who the hell here is out of tune. You have a chance to go ahead and, you know, let people know. And, you know, mm -hmm. and the way that this, the, you know, the person who's weeded out and everything and uh, God, everything is so powerful about that. And you really get the dynamic of him and this group. And, you know, so you're seeing pretty much like the Andrew character, you know, for the first time, what this is all about and uh, that it's no joke. It is no joke at all. And um, I think this is a uh, I think this is a horrible movie for uh, my comedian friends to see. I love them with all my heart, but this movie will uh, will strive them to do better. <laughs> Some of them, mm, I love you guys, but no. Um, but here's the thing: uh, what I love about this movie is that this is um, 
it's really two people who are ridiculous perfectionists and what one strives to do to become perfect and what one does to push others to achieve that that perfect mm-hmm. and i think um and 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 the charlie parker thing is a very apt uh you know story for this where it is that you need someone to push you in that direction you know i mean he is i mean he is unrelenting to this kid but ultimately his reason is he wants to make him better but you know and he at the same time wants to be better but the this kind of scrutiny that he is being put under is almost sadistic because it is just like it is unrelenting and the head games that are being played with him are astounding and to be able to you know sit back as this character and think what is this guy's motivation why am like he asked me to do this he has that little friendly conversation about hey man just you know and, and like and that's cuz that's a lot of things with music is that you you know you have that kind of like look don't be uptight about this man don't worry about it you know just kind of go with it jazz is as as they all say the kind of free form sort of thing a lot of times and so you know just let it kind of go with it have fun enjoy yourself and then you know there's a bit of that, and, and like, and I love that kind of mindset of just, hey, enjoy yourself. And then at the same time, it's like, don't fuck up my stuff. And it's mm-hmm. it, the, the dichotomy within that is is very very interesting, and I just love the way that these two play off each other. Um, I don't know if Miles Taylor was a drummer before this, but uh, he looks great. It seems I'm not a drummer myself. I play guitar, so I can't couldn't much tell you about. He that. sells it, man. I, but like I said, I, if I he, haven't looked into if it. If he hasn't he, drummed before, he's he he's he learned a damn lot because it looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. And speaking of looking fantastic, I want to talk about this. This movie is gorgeous. Oh yeah, this movie is and, shot and edited so fucking well. Gosh, it good. is it is one of the most uh, tightly composed movies I've seen in a long time. And I mean that in both senses, right? Uh, framing as well as um, editing. So the editing is fast and furious uh, when it needs to be right mm-hmm. during music, musical uh, breaks. It's it's very succinctly edited um, furiously. Right. Uh, to kind of convey a lot of the emotion that's going on, um, the intensity of the practice sessions that he's going through, but also like the framing of shots, just close ups of drum heads that have blood all over them. Yeah. Uh, sweat pouring off of cymbals because of how fast this guy is, is drumming. Right. Uh, it's silhouetted dust and like all this kind of I mean, it's gorgeous looking. Yeah, it's it's amazing cinematography and amazing uh, editing. Um, this is uh, the, this is the first uh, like film film uh, of the season, right? We had we had Gone Girl uh, a little earlier, but of of like I mean we're we're in the throes of it, whether whether or not people want to acknowledge it or not. Uh, award season started already. Oh yeah. Um, you know it's November. No more dicking around. Um, <laughs> Uh, this is the first big one that that will come out this year. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not discounting Gone Girl. I'm saying, but that's a different. Yeah, it's a different. It's type a different of thing altogether, right? Gone Girl is immaculate filmmaking, but I doubt it'll win very many things. Um, it came out a little too early. The subject matter is not the right fit for the Academy for Fincher this year. I don't think. Um, but we'll see, right? Uh, this this one, however, 
right? It's uh, just flat out amazing performances. Um, it's virtuosic filmmaking. Um, it is kind of an underdog because it's an indie release. Uh, it's a festival hit, right? This is the award season kickoff, this yeah. movie right here. I mean, easily, because, I mean, this is easily gets, easily gets, uh, you know, should get easily a cinematography, uh, a nod for sure. Uh, more than likely in editing, possibly maybe a slight sound design. Probably won't win for that because there's a lot of, you know, that tends to start to, late, lately that's tend to go into like, you know, bigger effects type movies and things like that. Yeah, um, but I will say that it is, uh, the sound design on this is uh, tight as hell, right? Oh yeah. uh, it is, um, easily what actually sells this movie uh as i mean it's a it's a movie about drums right it's all about the sound um i don't know i think it has a shot for that i don't want to be be too out in front of anything i'm just saying this is this is getting down to brass tacks right i still haven't seen birdman but even from the buzz that i'm reading of the two right this one is the big one uh, that's right another, it's another that's another case of like gosh they're so different yeah, uh, but, but but that one was not even positioned in the same way, right? This is fuck no, you limited release, like indie uh, festival cred. Yeah, you're uh, you're gonna watch awards, you're gonna watch this in mostly thing. art house uh, in most art house films. I mean, there's mm -hmm. there's a few maybe a big multiplex that's like uh, I know like um, uh, the one up at the uh, the AMC up at the uh, the yeah the mall a few AMCs a few Regals they have, have it them, but right? for the most part this is going to be your your small like two three screened theaters mm -hmm. that you know don't have a whole lot of going on but um yeah it's uh it's definitely up there uh you know our two leads are definitely going to get uh you know some nominations for of some sort I'm sure uh, because they're both great in this and I gotta say I haven't heard any buzz uh about anything else that like could even make me think there's a rival for J.K. Simmons right now. Not right now, especially if we're looking at supporting actor and, and, and something else. I I haven't seen anything that would that's really kind of yeah. stood out to me that's that has gone, ooh, now that's what we're, you know, this is kind of far and away for that for sure. Um, I got to say that, I mean, as much as I enjoyed him, I, I'll say this, it's a quickie, but much as I enjoyed him, I, I, uh, I look at Miles Teller and... Uh, I didn't see Mr. Fantastic there. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I He did a fantastic performance. Really, really dug what he put into this thing. But um, they ain't, there, there ain't no Mr. Fantastic here. That's a whole nother. <laughs> HearMoviePodcast.com. Um, but, yeah, let's, uh, let's – we don't want to – I mean, I don't think we need to talk too awful much about it because, honestly, I mean, more, the more we get into it, the more we'd really kind of uh, oh, yeah. no, I talk about towards you, the ending. It is killing me right now not to talk about the ending, but I, I really don't think we should um, because that last 20 minutes is amazing. Uh, like, like, like uh, immediately after I saw the, I walked out of the theater. It was very hard for me not to buy another ticket to go and watch it again. Yeah. Right, like that's how good uh, and on the edge of my seat that last twenty minutes made me. Because the the things that happen in there, it is just kind of like a uh oh. It's twists oh. and turns, man. It uh, it so the the movie's just over an hour and a half. And about 30 minutes from the end, it takes a hard fucking left turn, man, that you do not see coming. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, I mean, from there, you're just like, what in the hell is this movie doing now? I have no idea where this is going to go. And I didn't. Right. Like 
I'll tell I'll tell people right now that um, you know the nature of their relationship had me thinking that uh, like Miles Teller was going to fucking crack, right? Andrew was going to crack and kill Fletcher. I had I had this right, mm-hmm. uh, and I knew that this was a possibility because this uh, the director um, had also written that uh, pretty good movie from uh, earlier in the year and late last year called uh, Grand Piano, the thriller with um, Elijah Wood, um, concert pianist. Okay, um, uh, and. And that one was a much darker take on, <laughs> on like uh, the world of professional musicians, right? So I, I had that in my mind while I was watching this because I had I had at least looked up to see what else uh, this guy had done, and that was the big thing. Um, and uh, I thought that he was going to fucking kill J.K. Simmons' character mm-hmm. for for about five minutes, right? Um, I was just like, this is so fucked up, man. And, and he doesn't, right? So I'm not spoiling anything. I'm yeah. just saying, like, that's how hard of a left turn this movie makes. Uh, just into the middle of nowhere. And it leaves yeah. you just, like, sitting there wondering what in the fuck. Yeah, I mean, it is just kind of like, and you get to a point where, you, I mean, it is, it's almost like a, is what I'm watching right now real? Is this like, is this what's happening for mm-hmm. this character right now? Or is oh, this yeah. some sort of wild delusion well, that's going even, on? And what's even happening? through the end, right? Like uh, not to tell anybody anything, right? I, I just, there were moments when I thought like, yeah, he's going to be able to prove himself. Yeah. He's going to be able to, uh, he's going to be able to win back this girl. Right. Cause there's like a weird romantic subplot. Um, and there were also moments where I'm like, they're going to fucking destroy this kid's life in front of me on the screen. Right. Like I couldn't decide. Right. And part of it was also the whole time I was just thinking like, he's going to fucking go in here and die playing drums. Uh, you know, cause this will end just like, uh, all those Darren Aronofsky films about (laughs) very driven performers, right. Black Swan, uh, the wrestler, right? mm-hmm. <laughs> just like fucking the sacrifice your body for your art kind of thing, which he's doing throughout this whole movie, sacrificing so much. I You're mean, just, just like this, this has to, to end point. with somebody dying yeah. and then uh, no one does, but you still don't know what in the fuck it's going to do. Right. I mean, this is a kid that's like literally driven to literally blood, sweat and tears. Oh yeah. And like, and it is like, and all three of these things are gushing out of him. Mm-hmm. And, Everything is 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 so powerful. The I mean, like it's just like this movie is all of those planets aligning up and everything, having you know everything from directing to writing to cinematography to acting to lighting. It is it and, this, and the music, everything coalesces as one and just fucking works. And uh, it's it's great. And I'll, I'll say this for the last twenty minutes. I mean, it sounds it's going to sound a little creepy to folks that haven't seen it, but I I I I don't know that many that this is this is my kind of thing. Um, it at the end, the whole like the last big giant scene and everything, it mm-hmm. it felt orgasmic. It was like because you are working, oh, yeah, yeah. it is at the top, and it is like there's it's a roller coaster ride of it's up, it's down, and you're holding yourself, and you're like, whoa, what's gonna what? Are the, and by the end, it's just like the release, and you're like, whoo, wow. I mean unbelievable and then credits yeah. i was so we, fucking good well when we were talking at the beginning of the before we started recording right when we first got online and and uh started setting up to to chat um you, you were like I, I wonder how this is gonna go right talking about our discussion and i told you <laughs> uh it was gonna be like 30 minutes of me jizzing uh all over this movie um and it's it's 
it's been really hard not to do that. I'm sure I even come off as yeah. the, like, uh, I don't, I don't care though. It's fucking amazing. I, filmmaking. It's, it's worth your time and money. And if any of this, like, I mean, and, and that's the thing, I don't think our gushing is hyperbolic at, at, at much at no, all. I, I, uh, if you, you were, know, if you were going a little overboard, I'd be like, come on, Matt, let's dial it in a little bit. But I don't, I don't think it, I don't think anything that we've said is really unwarranted. No, I, in fact, I like, I'm going to, I, if, if I can swing it, uh, I'm going to go see it again this week. Right. Like, like I have other things I need to be doing, but I will uh, <laughs> slot out a, a two hour chunk of my life to just watch this again in the movie theater with uh, like a really nice sound system um, or even a shitty one in, in an art cinema. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> how it usually tends but, to go. <laughs> but like I said, right. Uh, I mean, I, I went to see it at a, at a Regal uh, art cinema here and the sound system was just fine. It was uh, pretty rocking, man. It was good. Yeah. Good, good, tight everything. I mean, it just uh, th- this is good, and uh, it's definitely uh, gets gets up on uh, my my list for the year for sure. Uh, but I think, I mean, this is uh, the movie. It's just a fantastic look at the uh, at that. Uh, I mean, not like the way Requiem is, but like it, uh, at obsession, at uh, perfection, at drive, um, yes. and how you know one strives to be this, and that you know, I mean, there's a great scene where they're talking and. Um, you know, he asked him, was like, well, what if, you know, the, the way that, you know, someone gets pushed is that, you know, if, if they're getting pushed so hard, maybe that discourages someone that would they wouldn't become, say, the next Charlie Parker. And, you know, and the response is, well, the next Charlie Parker wouldn't would, would never be discouraged. Yeah. And so and just it's just it. that drive It's like that's going to be there. That's an inherent drive that you cannot get rid of. And unfortunately, for some people, they should get rid of it. I'm just saying. Um, but. <laughs> It's, it sounds like an asshole thing to say, and sometimes you have to be the asshole. Sometimes I got to be the J.K. Simmons of this world and go fuck you. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, it's if you, I, I think anybody who does anything as far as like like arts is concerned, uh, especially as far as music is concerned, uh, you will definitely uh, gleam a lot off from this, and uh, I think you'll thoroughly enjoy it because you'll see a little something, even if you're not a drummer, even if you're not specifically a musician or anything. But if you're like a painter or a uh, you know comedian or something like this, there's something in there that just shows you like you know what that drive for that person is, and uh, it, you know probably you probably do end up seeing a bit of yourself in there for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, no, I, I mean I I attached this movie in weird ways, right? Uh, I I was in band, right? Um, I did not have the drive to do that full time professionally. It kicks your ass, man. Oh, yeah. uh, the amount of practice time. Uh, you know, but, uh, now I'm still doing something right. That, uh, that is kind of like, you have to put blood, sweat and tears into, um, research and writing and, and stuff like that in order to make it, uh, in my, cho- in my chosen field. Right. That's uh, why I academia. would do it. <laughs> and, uh, it's, <laughs> Too much work it's for me. still right. It's just like, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's, it, I, I identified with it. Uh, and, and it works. I think most people will. That's the other thing. It's like, it sounds like it's possibly this very insular movie, right? It's about jazz drumming, uh, music school, that sort of thing. But really, uh, like I said earlier, it is about this relationship between, uh, mentor and student, uh, and the intensity of that. Uh, striving to be the best and pushing on one another constantly back and forth. Um, uh, there's, you know, 
I think J.K. Simmons role in this too. Also, uh, you know, the more I thought about it today, um, I knew that I was watching something special while I was watching it. But afterward, I, I thought of a very apt comparison uh, that I'd like to end with my thoughts on. Right. Okay. Um, J.K. Simmons is the R. Lee Ermey in um, Full Metal Jacket character right now. Mm-hmm. in this movie right uh, that's points. what his role is this like asshole motivator who uh you know he doesn't right get shot by uh by one of his students or anything although i certainly thought that <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was full metal jacket speaking to me as well right <laughs> like i just knew like somebody's gonna fucking snap on this guy um but that's how, right, like, Arlie Ermey was identified with that role because of how memorable it was, right? This unlikable guy um, who everybody actually ends up liking um, because of how intense that role actually was. And J.K. Simmons here is doing something very similar. Um, and I think that if enough people see it, it it will be as readily identifiable as uh, as this J.K. Simmons performance, Um as that full metal jacket uh, performance was for Arlie Ermey's career. Okay. To a degree, I agree with you. Uh, to another degree, I, I disagree because I think, I mean, Arlie Ermey's character is, was that, I mean, for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, the one reason that I think this role with J.K. Simmons, I like surpasses that by a thousand percent is because he's not just that guy. No, uh, Arlie, I, I Arlie's, agree on that level. I'm Arlie's talking are, purely on, like, identification level, uh, just truly virtuosic kind of acting chops that are getting put on display here, right? Like, the character is very different. Um, but there are similarities that I started to pick up, and I was like, yeah, this this guy uh, did some amazing shit in this movie. And But the thing is, is, and one of the parts I love about this movie is that, you know, there are a ton of people that are going to see his character and go, this guy is cruel. He has, you know, malice. He's just, you know, he's, you know, can borderline on almost psychopathic. But you know what? Deep down, there is goodness in what he's doing. There's a right in in his thought process. Now, necessarily the way that, you know, that process ends up going out, one could argue whether or not said process is a good or bad thing. But... You know, the motivations and everything are there. And ultimately, I think, and this is just my personal opinion, I think what he was doing, while extreme, worked for exactly what his purposes were. Yeah, I think so. I'd agree with that. That's it, everybody. I mean, two very glowing reviews for this movie. I mean, if you haven't seen Whiplash, go out and see it right now because, honest to goodness, uh, it's one of the best times you're going to have at the movies uh, in, 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 you know, in probably quite some time that you've had. Mm So, uh, uh, you know, go out, look for it. I mean, if you got to drive a little bit to go see it, take that trip. I think it'll be honestly worth it. You know, watch the movie, have a piece of pie, talk about it later. That's how you do. That's how movies roll, man. So uh, that's it, everybody. That is our uh, new release review of this week, Whiplash, uh, starring Miles Taylor and J.K. Simmons. And uh, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this from the both of us. Um, If you want to hear us, uh, you know, I don't. I don't know what we're gonna do next. Uh, maybe we're gonna do some no, maybe gonna, VOD stuff. We're maybe gonna do. I, I'm gonna go no, see the Hunger Games Hunger no matter Games what. Next week, so, I think. because that's that's so, huge. And I went and God, I'm just. This is this is. God, it's gonna make me fucking cry because I'm gonna miss Philip Seymour Hoffman so goddamn much when mm-hmm. I watch this movie. It's gonna be just 
tear me up. Uh, but uh, yeah, so definitely Hunger Games. I mean, I mean, gosh, if yeah, and I'm gonna have some VOD stuff too. Uh, so VHS Viral opens an actual theatrical release. It's been on on demand for a while. I'm gonna do a quick review of that movie next week, and uh, probably a couple other things too. So uh, we'll be here to talk about hunger games movie pass has me seeing everything so lord knows whatever's whatever's kind of out there i might kind of pick up some stuff i've seen damn near everything out in yeah. the theater right now. <laughs> i may go see theory of everything as well although um is that really this the, really the only thing that i'm really uh interested in is uh well it, it opens up this week um it expands this week it's already we, we have it here in atlanta okay uh i'm really interested just because of eddie redmayne's uh performance um uh, the movie itself is not getting great reviews. I can't so, wait to see so the movie because I'm tired it, of seeing the trailer. I'll, I'll <laughs> but, I, but I do want to see it, right? But I'm mostly interested in Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, I'm like I've seen the trailer about a thousand times because like I've seen pretty much all the art house flicks that are out right now, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, can I just watch the fucking movie so I can just get it over? I don't know if it's <laughs> going to be good. I don't know if it's going to be bad. I just want to watch it. Let's fucking do this shit. Yeah. So. Oh, and and speaking of art house releases, in two more weeks, uh, also in limited release, will be the. Um, the Alan Turing movie, uh, imitation game, uh, which yes. looks pretty fucking good. Uh, I, I'm not a huge, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, fan. I mean, I, I like am. the guy, right. But I'm not, uh, as big a nerd as I am. And, and as many things as I like him in, I'm not a like super nerd. That's like, Oh, Benny, you know? Um, but, know that. but that, that movie looks great. And I am totally a Kieran Knightley fanboy, So, uh, I'm looking forward to that movie. Also, Alan Turing's fucking awesome and needs to get his due. And I hope that more people just uh, like really talk about how during his lifetime he was treated like shit because he was gay. Uh, <laughs> there's there's a hint of that in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll 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 I'll be doing that at least uh, in two weeks. It's gonna be a wild grab bag of stuff because guess what? We're gonna come back and we're gonna do the same damn thing next week. Holy crap! Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, so uh, yes, tune I'm in for that. Email us at uh, thefilmfind at gmail dot com and uh, tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Uh, what you'd like us to see, cover, look. I, fuck it. Write to us. We'll read it on the air. we got nothing else better to do. Uh, go to thefilmfind.com. There you'll find the uh, links to like us on Facebook. Follow us on uh, Twitter and all that garbage. Uh, Matt, where can we find more of your work on the internet this week, sir? Uh, well, I'm, I'm still tumbling at uh, conspiracymediatheory.tumblr.com. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Matt underscore Boyd underscore Smith. And uh, pretty soon there's going to be more stuff up on the split screen. So nice. check me out there. Excellent. And as always, you can, uh, you know, like I said, the film find stuff as well. Uh, my other podcast, Hero Movie Podcast, uh, we just dropped an episode uh, talking about the first eight episodes of Gotham out right now. It's uh, kind of doing pretty well. So uh, uh, we have some interesting things to say about that and uh, some wild theories of things that we'd like to see kind of happen in the future and stuff. So uh, good stuff there. So check that out, uh, HeroMoviePodcast.com. All the links to everything for that is there as well. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Adam Portress, at the Film Find, at Hero Movie Pod, and all that good stuff. Uh, so for sh- uh, well, I was wow, I'm so used to doing the other show. Fuck me, <laughs> I'm about to call you Sean. That's no good. Uh, not that Sean's no good, but uh, for Matt Smith, I'm Adam Portress. <laughs> Stay, uh, goodbye. Fuck it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you can't do two shows. You got to do one show and okay. <laughs> oh Lordy.
Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, but that was good stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it is tough. I tell you what, let's um, we're gonna put like a we're gonna put a little spoiler here on the end of this thing. So we'll we'll put this after the after the song. But um, holy shit! Like, did you see like the? I mean, you saw the truck coming out of nowhere. Oh yeah. Holy fuck! And then not only that, him getting up and supermaning over to the point. Holy I thought, shit! I that's when I was like, I have no idea where this movie is fucking going. And he's I have no idea. Walks right? in like, and he's just like bleeding his ass off and just falling out. And you're like, what the hell is happening here? Yeah, just uh, uh, yeah. No, I was that last half hour, man. I was in awe of what happened. It's like this is fucking nuts, all of it, right? The, and and I I really did think like he was gonna walk off of the stage and that was gonna be it, right? But then he's like, he just goes out there and he's like like no, no fuck you, uh, we're gonna play goddamn caravan and you're gonna look like an ass too. That's what I lo- I love the the power plays between the two of them where and like you know and. The piano's just looking at him like, "What? What are you doing?" And he's just like, "I'll cue you." Yeah. And it's like, "Oh shit!" He is mm-hmm. gonna like, I mean, because you know how volatile this guy is, and to just go, "You're not leading this group anymore." I am, and it's like, "Wow, what the fuck?" Just and then his like his nastiness because he hates what he's doing, but at the same time he's like he gets to that point where all of a sudden it turns to respect, and then it's like, "Oh shit, something's going on here," and the just the crescendo of the bring down, and then bring back up, and then just boom. By the end, I was just like, "What the f- wow, that was fucking great." Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, well, and and then the and then the Fletcher like. Totally gets back into it. Yeah, yeah. He turns yeah, around like, from this like I, you, you miserable like, yeah. piece of shit. I'm going to kill you. To like, we're fucking yeah. doing this, dude. This is like this is yeah. working. When he's he's just like, oh, this is what having a Charlie Parker feels like. Uh, but good grief, you know, like, you know, like, oh, I was just going. I was just here to ruin this fucking kid's life. But no, wait, I did it. Actually, you know, like yeah, you you got to that point, and you know, <laughs> you pushed him to that degree that he needed to be pushed, and then you know, and and it's that thing of where you need to uh, the student eventually overtakes the master, mm-hmm. and that's how you've truly known that you've you know surpassed where you need to go is when you can go to the master and go, I don't need you anymore. This is yeah. this is it. I'm running this now, and. Uh, and, and 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 you know, at the end of the day, he sat back and went, "I did good. I what I did, you know, this damn near, damn damn near killing him, almost yeah. literally, on uh-huh. many occasions, uh, yeah. drove him to to this perfection. I I did my job and just astounding. Yeah, that oh man, that movie is fucking good. But, I really did almost walk right back in, but I had to come <laughs> and do other shit. Uh, yeah, definitely, Sadly. definitely a Blu-ray uh, purchase for me, uh, for sure. But uh, oh yeah, no, dude, I haven't, I have not felt, you know, it's becoming increasingly rare for me, right? Like the last time uh, that I felt like that, uh, walking out of a movie, was when I went to see Black Swan. Mm-hmm. I I walked out of Black Swan and I said, "Holy shit, I have to see that again as soon as fucking possible." Um, and I really haven't felt that way in a couple of years, man. 